It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Hey, so what's your new tongue twister? <laughs> the student told the teacher that the preacher didn't touch her. Uh, and then uh, the preacher told the teacher that he just couldn't reach her. Dude, that slaps. You like that shit? I think you should teach all children that. that it's is educational good, and rhythmic. It's a good child's tongue twister for us. Yeah, dude. Otis, you want to try saying that? I like turtles. Close, right, but so no Otis cigar. Has a microphone now, guys, and that's, that's what he's going to use it for. Yeah. See, you already fucking ruined the episode, Otis. Thanks. We're 45 seconds in. Otis is enjoying himself. We got a futon up in this room, and he's legit lying down with the mic to his face. See, I don't think I've ever seen a setup like gonna that. He's going to fall asleep, and the snores are going to go directly into the can, bro. Oh, God. We're just going to have to edit that out. Or just have a podcast of Otis is snoring. <laughs> like, put it on a 99-hour loop, and then just mm-hmm. be like, hey, guys, check this out. Episode one, all of January. Real Snorlax. <laughs> Um, how's it going dude you you have a good day today yeah it was pretty chill can't complain what'd you do today you know hit the the gym oh you hit the gym did you roll your eyes at the gym because you're quite the gym goer too dude yeah but i don't fucking brag about it (laughs) are you sure you're just like dude yesterday you legit told me hey man you missed the craziest pull day ever no because i didn't do pulling exercises yesterday so i definitely didn't say that to you what did you do i did the big three homie oh you did the big three that's right all the, the big compound exercises. That's right. Bench press, squatting, and deadlifts. The uh, big three. Oh, you, you pretty sore right now? I am, actually. My back really? is <laughs> hurting. That's disgusting. You sound like a porn star, man. Oh, I was thinking I was like a hurt baby, maybe not a porn star. If you're getting hurt babies and porn stars mixed up, you're... You're, You're the one getting it them wrong. mixed up. You're disgusting, man. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of ICBTB. And also my last. And also, and also your last? I'm out of here. Okay, we're holding auditions for um, a new co-host for It Can't Be That Bad, but you must be named Alejandro, uh, also nicknamed Alex, and have a very specific mole and only wearing sunglasses inside. Well, I'm leaving then. There's somebody else here who can take over. <laughs> All right, come in. Hello. <laughs> My name is Alejandro. Wow. I am here for podcast. Are you Attila the Hun or are you... No, I have bad pronunciation. Pronunciation. It's part of my accent from where I'm from. <laughs> Dude, that was believable. If I close my eyes, Alex, and you really spoke like that, I think you could play the new Attila the Hun in the new live action Mulan movie coming out. Attila the who? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Alejandro. Yes. Now I don't know who I'm talking to. Other Alejandro, get back inside. We need so you back. We need you back. So I don't get the... Po- I, excuse me. This is my... Hey, hey, get out of leave, here. Leave, hey. leave, leave, leave. Oh, my goodness. Alex, dude, I you missed got, you. You got that quick, bro. That, he was waiting outside. I'm really just... Uh, you just have about. alternates waiting outside in case I fuck up? Just on deck, dude. Just five. Well, guys, we're going to watch a movie. <laughs> we did watch a movie. Yeah. What's, a, what's the name of the movie, man? It's called Dismissed. Dismissed. I tried to say it at the same time as you, and I yeah, even I set it up that way. You asked me, like, just straight up like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cause in my head, I knew you were going to try and say it with me. Uh-huh. But there's no way you were going to be able to line it up. I missed the cue. Yeah, and how I, I was you late. You didn't ask the question in, like, a cadence, so, like, I could carry the beat. You just straight up were like, what's the name of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm super inorganic today, dude. I don't, I don't know. 
Oh man, we're a little out of practice. I'll be honest. You went on vacation last week, and I we kind of took yeah. a little bit of time off. How yeah. was it? You, you went to Universal Studios. Didn't yeah, you? I went. I, I uh, went over to Hollywood, and I got to go to uh, the UCB, and we saw some uh, cool stuff. Cool. Uh, some great improv over there. We got we got to see Doug Loves Movies. That's cool. Which was freaking awesome. That is really cool. Um, and the uh, one of his guests was uh, Mark Wahlberg. I wish, dude. Was it John Hamm? Um, no, I also wish. Was it Zach Galifianakis? It's, man, I would, I want to see him. Have you watched Between Two Ferns yet? No, I'm waiting for my mother. Oh, uh, she's, really? You're still waiting on her? I'm about to give up. It's been like two weeks. I know. R- wow. And she's that excited about Between Apparently Two Ferns? Apparently she started it and stopped and I was like, what the fuck, Heidi? What? Without you? <laughs> when you get pissed off, do you call your parents by their first I, names? Um, I, I usually always call my dad by his first name, but, mm-hmm. um, my mom only recently, I've done it like maybe four times to kind of punctuate a sentence. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think I get the point across. I bet. Yeah. No, if you say it aggressively enough, like you're go- you'll get any point across. Ooh, it is scary when you're aggressive to mother though. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you call her mother when you're scared of her? Sorry, mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, mother. Otis, I know that uh, you and your dad are very close. Do you call him by his first name or is that weird because you guys share the same name? Or do you call him father? Just third person. You just third person? Wait, I didn't answer any of the questions. Wait, you call him Otis refers to Otis. Otis refer Oh, well, that's you not meant confusing. He refers to Otis in third person. I thought you legit called him hey third person. Hey, third person of the there's me, first person. My mother, second, second person. person. Father, third, third person. person. And my bird, bird person. <laughs> bird person. Dude, I miss Rick and Morty. It's coming back November five episodes. Oh, episode, I can't bro. wait, guys! Put this that on your calendar. This isn't a plug because they don't pay us, but you should watch that show. And also, you should uh, go one of our Rick and Morty stickers. That's right. Yes, we watched a movie. Dismissed. It was released in two thousand seventeen. I believe it's a Netflix movie, right? It was released straight to Netflix. Yeah, it's a Netflix movie. It's a, a straight Is straight it, up TV fourteen. It's not a Netflix original though, because it no, didn't say not. that in the opening. So I so maybe it was on like. TV or something first. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm, we're gonna have to look deeper into this that. movie. Was suggested to us by one of our uh, listeners. Yeah, Christopher Perry. Yeah, uh, um, fantastic uh, photographer, videographer. Guys, hit him up. Um, he's, he's also. Hang on. He's also more than that. He's a good friend of ours. Let me let me say my part, okay? Because you're giving him all the compliments. I'm trying to read your mind. Don't. It's my mind to be read. <laughs> okay, good. Chris is also a really good photographer and a great <laughs> cinematographer. I also think he's got a pretty face. Oh, he's a, a good Here's the thing guy. about his face. Okay. It's going to be a good 15 minutes. So if you don't know this man, and I'm judging, judging by the numbers we have, most of you may not know who Chris Perry is, but uh-huh. a lot of you will because he is a very pretty... And no, that's not why he's popular. Oh, he's very, popular he's very of pretty. Talent, but he is very pretty. <laughs> I'm not into men, and I don't think uh, if I was that lucky I could get a Christopher Perry, but... My dream man. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> so dismissed was a movie he suggested Wait, to us. Oh man! And uh, that has a runtime of eighty-seven minutes. Uh, it was rated five point eight on IMDb, and I can't find any other rating for it. I also didn't look that hard. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> do you want to guess the percentage of Google users who like this movie? Ninety percent. Ninety-one percent. Whoa! Yeah, you're getting really good at this game, dude. dude. I am. I'm- I don't know. I think now that we're playing it more and more, I think I'm getting a, a very good intuition uh, as to what the movie could probably get as a Google score. Um, the synapses coming at you here. Uh, an optimistic, straight-edged teacher finds trouble when a star student is willing to do anything to get an A. 
Yeah, and uh, we all know that student, guys. Well, not to that extent like that this movie displays, but we all know that super try-hard student. And it's fine if you, wanna, if you want to excel academically, but like if you're throwing other people under the bus and if you're being a huge dick about it, get out of class, dude. I don't like smart kids. I want to say this right off the top, and I don't like that this movie made me take this position, but this movie made me think that bullying is pretty good. You know what this kid needed? What? A good fucking bully. Someone who can oh, knock yeah. him a fucking peg or two down mm-hmm. and teach him a lesson. All right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So this if that- movie has put me in the weird position where I have to promote bullying. Uh, and also- In this sense. Because, like, what's the lesser of two evils? A bully or a murderer? Yeah. I would have bullied the fuck out of this kid. There, in the beginning of the movie, there was that- um, there was that guy. Uh, it was like your typical jock. His name, I think, his name was Chris. Yeah, actually, Chris uh, is a cool guy. He was chatting up all the girls. He's hanging out with them. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, in one of the opening scenes, the main character, played by Dylan, Dylan or Cole. It's Dylan Sprouse. Dylan Sprouse, one of the Zach and Cody motherfuckers. Um, also, my mom hates how much we cuss on this podcast. Does she, dude? Same with my mom. My mom is like. Christian, I'm glad that they're doing what they're doing, but no more F. Yeah, my mom is. My mom was like, "It just, I don't understand why you need to say it so much." And um, I think what it is is mm-hmm. when we record late in the day, right? And I've already worked my shift at work. I have yeah. to hold in all my my fucks and shits and stuff. Yeah. And so when I get out of work after oh, my see. workout and I get, I'm relaxed and I'm out, I, I I suddenly I don't have the 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 filter anymore. Uh-huh. And you have to say it over and over. I just what? lose track of it. Yeah, same here. I mean, actually, no, not same here. It doesn't matter what time of day. I think I drop F-bombs all the time, except when I am at Actually, yeah. No, I, I sometimes, it depends on who I'm talking to. So actually, if my boss is listening, I never. Dude, my supervisor started listening to this. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I so got. You have to, <laughs> so me and the guys were in the back at work smoking <laughs> cigarettes and banging hookers. <laughs> Is that the direct quote from Christian? We had to cut that out earlier, but I put it back in this podcast. no, no, no. no. Um, so Dylan Sprouse that. is in this movie. He plays the yeah. main character. He plays a gentleman uh, by the name of Lucas Ward. Yeah. Lucas Ward is a savant, a mm-hmm. genius in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a literary genius. Yeah. He, he's a, he's the new transfer student. He had come from a, a different school. And right when he comes in, he comes, a, he comes in like halfway through the semester. Mm-hmm. And he throws this like fat binder of assignments that he had missed in the past Onto the teacher's desk. Yeah, so this kid is a late transfer in high school. Also, yeah. they should have just made this movie in fucking college. Yeah, they could they could have pushed it a few years. Yeah, because all the way they were reacting and the way that they uh, treated the school, it should have just been a fucking college. Yeah. Should have just been like a junior college or, you know what I mean? But I guess if he's so smart, what's he doing in, in junior college? Yeah, I mean, he was... And they were trying to preface that he was trying to go to Harvard. So I think they wanted to... Sur- I think... Uh, with him being at this high school, they uh, that allowed them the environment uh, for like a classroom full of like dumbass children. students that he could definitely manipulate. stand out from yeah. and manipulate. Absolutely. Yeah, these children are dumb as shit, bro. He manipulates the fuck out of that girl, and like oh my so gosh. fucking easily manipulates her. Like it's I I was like oh oh sweetie, mm-hmm. why are you falling for like this almost shit? Imme- <clears throat> Excuse me, almost immediately. Yeah. She, oh she starts listening to what he says and believing everything because he starts convincing her that the teacher likes her. Yeah. Out of the blue. And even she's like, what? Are you serious? And then like, is full on into it, like right off the bat. Yeah. She's like, um, no, get out, get out of here. Like, what do you mean? And he's like, have you seen the way Mr. Butler looks at you? Like, come on. We don't see it, but he does 
they do talk about the fact that he's giving her perfume and he's telling her how to dress, mm-hmm. telling her how to talk. Exactly what to say. He's banging the teacher. Pretty much. Like, that's his entire plan. I think his plan would have gone better. Uh, he probably would have been able to ruin the teacher's life better if he would have been the one who uh, grabbed the teacher's wiener. You know what I mean? Oh, if he... You know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't just the fact that he's banging a kid... There would have to be, like, a middleman. Oh, man. man, dude. Oh, shit. I'm telling I guess you, he's bro. not that smart. He's an idiot. Also, this was the other thing I wrote down, not to jump too far ahead, but, like, he's supposedly so smart, and this is the best plan he comes up with on blackmail, mm-hmm. and then as soon as it fails, he immediately jumps to murder. Like, there yeah. was no middle ground. Like, there wasn't a plan B or plan C. He's just yeah. like, I guess... I guess I'll kill this chick. I guess, yeah, really. He right? he escalated so quick. He was like, he's like, fuck, that didn't work. I guess. Well, the best way to get the the authorities' attention is to write this love letter and to throw her off of a roof. Uh, I also wrote a um um, you know, they try and show us the character of Lucas Ward right off the bat, mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard to tell if they're showing us these things for us to hate him or for us in the beginning to think he's kind of cool right like Mm -hmm. he's typing on a typewriter yeah uh and he like dresses pretty snazzy and like uh he drives a prius or whatever and like uh uh, but but we're we're led to think that like we don't like him off the bat he's definitely weird yeah but you know who i like less than him the fucking teacher really why is that oh the teacher's an idiot bro okay yeah dive into that dumb the teacher uh, every every turn, every turn where the teacher has to make a decision, he chooses the wrong decision. Uh-huh. Okay. But dude, that's like, that's a th- thriller slash horror, horror movie. Th- th- that's a horror thing? So yeah. So maybe this is another reason why I don't like horror. I thought I didn't like horror because I thought it was scary. Uh-huh. Turns out, I just can't stand stupid people. That's probably what it is, man. Because literally everyone, I thought even the genius kid was stupid. I thought the teacher was stupid. The girl was stupid. The principal was stupid. The wife was stupid. I hated the wife right off the bat because of her haircut. And then she turned out to be- Because of her haircut? She turned out exactly to be the type of person that i thought she was gonna be what's okay what's the type oh to be um that kind of like snooty kind of smart assy bitch and then like when she does finally think that he's cheating on her and uh-huh. like with a child she like doesn't even let him she's like no get the fuck and like her she, sister's she's over i think waiting in the driveway with the baby mm-hmm. for her husband to come home so she can turn her back and have her sisters be like no you get the fuck out of here you leave you piece of shit and i'm just like what a bitch Hey, but that's kind of realistic. I could imagine, like, I yeah, could imagine someone with that haircut would totally to, do that. Not necessarily nope, that haircut. Someone with that haircut. What do you have? She's a, also gonna ask for the manager when her broccoli's cold. She's a bitch, bro. Let's break this down. So she let's describe her haircut for the viewers that haven't seen this movie yet. What she's, is the haircut? She's the haircut. Uh, if you work in a restaurant, we would call her Karen, and she. Wow, there's a name associated yeah, with the haircut. If you, okay. you could probably Google Karen, Karen haircut. And that, really? that will come up. Here, I'll even do it on my phone for you. Uh, Karen haircuts, they ask for the manager. They always seem to know the owner when something doesn't go right. Uh, it's like, it's a, it's a fucked up person. Is the person that always? Oh my God! Look how many things came up when I typed that in. Oh, that's a lot of Karens. Oh, it's the the the, the it's mom that from haircut, bro. Uh, who's the mom that had uh, John and Kate plus eight? Do you remember that? That reality TV was, show. I never watched it. Well, they just had eight kids, and like, oh, she was white, he was Asian, and they had like eight beautiful. Like, I'm familiar with the yeah. Yep. He, he was a philanderer, right? He cheated on her, and, mm-hmm. and, and that's why the show ended, and that's why they're no longer famous. Mm. Sucks to suck. Yeah, but did so, something yeah. happen? So it's because of the restaurant business, and it's like, just it's that's you know, if if you have been in customer service, you mm-hmm. wouldn't understand. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I've worked I've worked at H&M. No, there are definitely... I worked at H&M in Walnut Creek. And, and there's a you, shit then you ton got of that Karens. Haircut. Then you got it, dude. My God. Yeah, I just had to open your eyes to it, bro. Yeah, it's just been so many years. I yeah. just had to open your fucking eyes to so it, So many Walnut Creek moms would come and they would walk up to the cash wrap and they'd be like, excuse me, are you telling me that this is $5? And, and like, they're holding a shirt and like, uh, yes, yes. That's, if you flip it over, it kind of looks like a two, though. Uh, but yeah. when I scan it, it'll say five. <laughs> also, you could look at the sign right there, and you know we're in H and M. You're in, and like she's like complaining about the like this feels like tissue paper. Well, you grab and it off of a rack where there's 120 other versions of that shirt, or don't buy it. Yeah, just or go to a Neiman Marcus if you're gonna be this. No, they don't snooty. have that much money. Yep. Um, the science teacher was cool. Randall Park, played by a gentleman, played Randall by Randall Park. Park. The guy, the dad from Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, he is the cop in Ant Man and the Wasp. He's in he's a, a, Always Be My Maybe. He's in a lot of things. He's doing quite a bit right now. He's really funny, um, man. I, I like him. I think he's super underrated. Mm-hmm. And he was throwing like out some like uh, he's corny also, teacher jokes. He was also yeah. He's the best teacher out of everybody. In he the was movie. so good, and he got fired. He got fired Poor for guy. something that wasn't even his fault. No, not because at all. The kid because uh, Lucas Ward. Lucas Ward uh, threw water on potassium and it exploded in the kid's eye mm-hmm. um, and he was only doing that because this kid that he was working with his name is Alex actually is. Alex Matthews Alex uh, Matthews wow yeah. the name of you and, my and brother. your brother yeah. put together that's crazy um, yeah so Lucas and Alex they were both in a chess club but Alex and they they uh, they had a head to head okay that was mm-hmm. so do you play chess uh, yeah I mean, like, not regularly, but I know how to play chess, and I've... I've uh, and, like, with the clock, you, like, understand the no, rules I've, and shit like that? Yeah, I understand the rules, okay. but, like, I don't play it enough. Um, growing up, my dad played a lot of chess, and he taught it to us, I think, just so he could kick our ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... But I, I've played chess, and I, I get chess. I think, Otis, we've played chess before. If you fucking snore, I'm going to slit your fucking throat. <laughs> oh, that's me. Um, and my text goes off after... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not even my phone, ladies and gentlemen. This is making me so furious. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, don't walk out. Come back in. Hey, other Alejandro. Other Alejandro. Um, so they're playing chess, and mm-hmm. it's getting down to the end of it, and they're going back and forth. And then finally, Alex Matthews puts his, I believe it was his bishop, and he calls check. Mm-hmm. Dylan Spruce, like, smirks. Yeah. Makes one move and wins checkmate. Yeah. And then, like, one it's move. this big moment. So let me get this straight. This kid, who is supposedly the number one seed in a, in a chess club, is playing a game who puts check at knowing that if he loses that piece, which was in a very susceptible spot, that he would be instantly in checkmate. Why is he number one in chess? Does anybody understand how to play this game of chess? No, probably not in that chess because club. Because in chess, you don't play just one move. No, you no. You play three, four, five moves ahead. Yeah, so he should have seen that coming. Yeah, the fact that you would make, the fact that you would put your bishop in a spot that could not just get it taken in mm-hmm. one move, but mm-hmm. also put you instantly in checkmate, makes you a garbage chess, chess Man, player. Man, you are so upset about this. Because they harp on the fact that he was a good chess player, and that's not a good chess move. Oh, yeah. It's just like in Casino Royale, where they try and make it that James Bond's such a good poker player, and then he wins on fucking a crazy river turn, <laughs> and it's not even like he did anything skill. He just got fucking lucky. A question for you. When you watch these movies... Does it really bother you when these like small little things if I are know just the game. make no sense? If I know the game. Or just don't like, show don't the chess pieces. Yeah, I don't understand Baccarat. Uh-huh. So when they show that movie, like, I guess he's winning. Okay, I'm fine with that. Let's continue but with I the movie. I know Texas Hold'em and I know chess. Uh-huh. I know I know Bones. I know how to play dominoes. You know what I mean? Like you can't fake that shit. But 15 or 20 minutes after like these kids were playing chess, you were still thinking Instantly, about bro. the fucking chess move. I I did, like, I did, God damn it. I did think about it. I did rewind it too to try and see what the position uh-huh. of the pieces were on the board. Uh-huh. I think 
think they were just randomly placed pieces because I couldn't quite figure out what it was. It looked like Dylan Spruce had all of his pieces. Do you think they should have hired like a chess professional for those scenes? I think they should have just asked anybody who plays chess. Like, no, that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. Like, like nobody. Also, <clears throat> I watched the credits of this movie. Like half of those names seemed made up. This movie, I don't know if this is a real movie. It was only Dylan Sprouse. It was no. Some of the names were straight up like um, Anwar Samuels. On, onward yeah, on war and then the next one will be like uh miguel smith and it's like these names don't line up and they, now they i know i have a names. name that doesn't line up but like these look like jumbletron random random name generator names let's talk about your name for everyone that doesn't oh. like you know have you as a friend on facebook what is your full facebook name alejandro jeffrey adrian mendoza middleton now would you is that how you introduce yourself to some people? Do no, you say I've that full name? Because I can imagine that being a joke. Like someone says, like, hi, I'm Karen. And you'd be like, Hi, I'm uh, Alejandro Jeffrey Adrian uh Mendoza Middleton. Did I miss one? No, uh, but no, I would never do that. Um <laughs> it usually usually when people meet me, it comes out later on. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And uh someone some one of my older friends or something I'll, I'll mention that I have a bunch of names. Mm-hmm. Or they'll add me on Facebook. Or they're like, "What's your, what do you have?" I'll be Facebook? like, "Wow, that's crazy." It makes people. It makes it easy for people to find me, though. It is. It's the longest name. Yeah. Also, your name is also easy to find just from its first name, dude. Well, there's a lot of Alejandro Mendoza Middletons out there, bro. Really? Like in Benicia, though. Cool. I look at location. Oh, do you? Yeah, really. It does help sometimes when I'm trying to find a specific person. Don't ask me why. I'll be like, I'll be like Julius Pittsburgh, and sometimes it'll pop up. It'll be like Julius blah blah blah. And it'll say the location, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh High School. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just assume. No, um, they, there is a Pittsburgh High School. I know there is. Um, I don't <laughs> send friend requests on Facebook. I'm actually not really a big fan of Facebook. And in fact, if we didn't have this podcast, I probably wouldn't have any social media. Well, because Facebook has turned into something completely different now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of dog videos or it's like a it's bunch of friends. Our parents po- uh, posting pictures from like their chin point of view. Or, or, or like bad chain mail letters that are like Dude. i'm gonna post this photo that means facebook doesn't own anything that i post and it's just do you like get a lot oh, of you guys don't understand how the internet works no not at all <laughs> do you get a lot of like uh messenger messages from like relatives you haven't seen in years and it's something like um uh if you don't it's like a jesus related post no for sure not no. oh i get a lot of those and it my says if you don't repost this or if you don't share this then you don't love jesus you know what my response to that would be anytime someone sends it to me block hell satan damn to like a family member fuck yeah bro don't send me that jesus shit Dang. um let's talk about this movie yeah i forgot i, I want to mention something so i like to think mm. that lucas ward is the little boy from big daddy all growing up that the that be the most big daddy insane. traumatized them so bad because of the, because for about half the movie we don't wow. see his dad and I was no. like and I was like is his dad Adam Sandler like yeah, is, I this, hope so. is this like the kid who like and I would wanted the teacher to break into his room and there'd be like a scuba a, a scuba, scuba Steve, Steve opens the door and then, uh, no he doesn't open that door just <laughs> that a scuba would be just great sitting on his desk and then he'd like look at it and be like hmm because uh, uh, nice little Easter egg. I, and at first, now, when we did see meet his dad, his dad's like a lawyer or something. Yeah. I did like his dad right off the bat. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, his dad's cool. His dad's even defending his son. Like, his dad kind of gets that his son's an asshole, but mm-hmm. his dad's also a sleazy lawyer. Yeah. Um, so we get it. Well, I don't know why that dad didn't own a fucking gun, though. Well, I think I've he was ne- scared to I've have any... never met a lawyer who doesn't own a gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every lawyer that I know owns multiple. 
You don't right? think he has one just lying around in the house? No, because he let the teacher go into his house, That's up true. the stairs, into his son's room, through his son's stuff. And he was so scared of his son mm-hmm. that like his son like looked at him once sideways and he just fell deep into a bottle yeah. of Jack Daniels. Yeah. He he had that type of like reaction, like where he'd be chilling on the couch at home and he hears the door open and he like immediately like fixes his posture, his facial expression changes. Desperate house. This guy's terrifying. Yeah, exactly, dude. I, I liked him. I, I did like him though because I, I felt for him. It was nice. What's up? Desperate Housewives is the name of the show I was trying to remember a couple episodes ago when I was talking about the backlot tour. Oh, that's what I it think was. That's the street that fucking Sleepwalkers was filmed on, bro. Really? If you do the backlot tour, everything's been filmed on that street. Wow. They. That's cool. When we when I just went there last week, um, uh, part of the sec, uh, like the the lower lot uh-huh. of the the park. Um, where like tour buses go, mm-hmm. um, that was part of the part of the uh, Halloween Horror Nights, and so but even further, so you could see more of the 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 set, and it was so cool because yeah, you see all these buildings like where the Did you uh, see where Back to the Future was filmed. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the, the courthouse. The, mm-hmm. The courthouse was there because, but that's like it was cut off right before the yeah, courthouse. Yeah, for sure. Which a is lot of insane. that burned down not too long ago. So like, it's, it's a real shame how much was lost in the fire. Oh yeah, I mean a lot of nostalgia. I mean because that's such film, an iconic. Film. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think this is uh the result the result of having Adam Sandler as a dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like uh having John Stewart go uh, go to Japan for work and not be there for his real son. Um, what I did like about this movie was the fact that. Um, it was really from the teacher's perspective. Like you, you saw his everyday life and I know you don't like the teacher, but I, I did like the teacher and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because in any horror slash thriller movie, you're going to have to make some dumb decisions that come with sacrifice. But this teacher, you know, he mm-hmm. woke up, you saw his everyday life. He, he's like a newborn baby. He has a happy relationship with his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, which deteriorates immediately yeah immediately so fast because of lucas nobody has trust in this movie no No one trusts their partner Mm -hmm. the principal like doesn't take her her teacher's word principal sucks she she was like you think a child's extorting constantly he like really when he does and like this part i feel bad for the teacher the main guy Mm -hmm. is he'll tell people he's like i'm being extorted by this kid and everyone's like right Mm -hmm. sure you are and it's like well he also has proof though like and then people then once he has proof he's like i gotta get proof gotta get more proof to prove to you guys Uh and it's like you already have it dude dude you have so much but he 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 had to go as far as to like go back into lucas's house yeah he gets the address from the principal yeah i don't think that's legal i don't think a if a teacher went to a principal and was like, I need I need uh, Lucas Ward's address. Yeah. I don't think the principal would be like, well, what oh, I here thought you go. Was, uh, what I thought was like, oh, I need to speak to his dad. And I thought she was just giving him a phone number at first. Right? But no, he, uh, lo and behold, he shows up at the door. And uh, yeah, so now there's, he has the address. drunk-ass dad. Um, when he sends the girl after him to mm-hmm. do like the little affair thing. Yeah. Why isn't this full-grown man able to push this girl aside and be like, give her a firm, no, this is inappropriate. Look Almost into, immediately. He, that's what he should. Okay. In today's society, if you're worried that like, okay, cause you'll hear stories of people who are like, 
um, now they're so worried about like the Me Too movement and stuff like that uh-huh. that they won't even have a press conference with like a woman uh-huh. um, if they're in the room alone. Like they like want. The, I've heard you know of people like they. I need another colleague in here, or let's bring someone else in here. Yeah, which which makes sense. You know, that's not a crazy outlandish thing to do. But what is a crazy outlandish thing to do is nothing at all like what this guy does. No, this guy was literally pushed into a corner, and it How happened like twice. Yeah, like and the like, first after time. After the first time, mm-hmm. after the first time it happens, it was fairly innocent. She like asks kind of provocative questions about a character in a book yeah um so it wasn't but but even then you can tell he knows like oh she's like hitting on me yeah immediately after that anytime he's in a room and she's there he should leave the room yeah Uh, yeah he was a little too slow i will give that to like let her help him clean up the chessboard Mm -hmm. and then like she was like rubbing that chess piece in such a weird way it like wasn't even sensual it was gross and like he should have just been like hey um this is really gross. Yeah, like you're you're destroying that chess piece. You're, you're, <laughs> that chess piece is mine. Can you stop defiling it and put it back in the bag? Take it out of your mouth, please. Take it, take it out. Of, I'm trying to just go home to my wife. <laughs> Can I just enjoy chess? Um. Then so so then that all happens, and then he finds a, a camera, right? Yeah. So he's able to prove that Lucas Ward hit a camera. Uh, in that room. In the room with the intention of recording this moment so he could get the teacher fired. And this is like what saves the teacher from being fired and losing his wife and mm-hmm. having his whole family destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone uh, like forgives him immediately. Yeah. And he forgives everyone immediately. Like, I don't know if I would forgive my wife that quick. Like, she was... And like, she was very, uh, very distrusting. She did not right have that, it she's like, she's like, you're cheating on me. Yeah. And then she's like, you're cheating on me with a kid. And it's like, no, none of this is... Re- also, you should have just told her what was going on yeah. right off the bat. That's your wife. And he's because like, he was kind of sketch when he was leaving yeah, the house. Yeah, that was super sketch. And then, he, and then his thing was like, um, you wouldn't... Be- you wouldn't- you wouldn't believe me if I told you. I was like, no, no, that's your wife. You're supposed to like. She's supposed. Come on, to. tell her everything, dude. Yeah. Like this is so outlandish. And then it's, when he and then he gives her like, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's so outlandish that uh, so outlandish that if you were to describe it in immense detail, and if she's your wife and she really loves you, she'll get it. It has to be believable. because shit like this does yeah. happen. Like extortion. No, 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 shit like this doesn't happen. So mm-hmm. if you have if you tell someone that this is happening, everyone would be at the least like. Oh yeah, we should look into this. Yeah, because either you had a mental break and you've gone crazy, uh-huh. or this is actually happening. Because stuff like this doesn't happen. No, no, um, it's it, it. Things did happen pretty fast. Like um, uh, people people changed. She, she fucking died real quick. She oh my god, that's right. I forgot that she died. So okay, hang on real quick before we get to the fact that she died. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on the couch. I assume it's his first night home, and she's like wants to bang him right off yeah. the bat. Yeah. She's like, can we have some mama and papa time? And I'm like, oh, oh, that's What's weird. The baby's right there. So he goes to take a shower and he takes his shirt off and he <laughs> has a huge bruise on his chest. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. He has like, like a, a volleyball, or like a good volleyball size yellow bruise on his chest. Do you think she beat him after she found out? Like, I don't know what happened, but like he takes his shirt off before he takes it in the and before he gets in the and I And I saw that and immediately was like, why did, I, I thought I fell asleep there? and maybe he got beat up. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> you like, missed a very important scene. I was like, scene. what happened? I was like, oh, well, Christian probably saw it. He'll explain it to me on the podcast. You but, don't remember that boxing scene that he had? Dude, he has a bad bruise on his chest. Not only is he uh, lead the chess club, but and, he's a boxer. He's beat, kickboxer. Um, <laughs> he, he 
that shower is the loudest shower ever because he doesn't hear his wife get murdered. Mm -hmm. He doesn't hear his baby get kidnapped, which I assume isn't a quiet thing Uh because that baby doesn't shut the fuck up the whole movie. No, they're constantly like, oh, he's awake again. I got it. I also want to say one other thing. What? They make it seem like this baby is very uh, exacerbating and the mom is very tired throughout the day. She's exhausted. Yeah. There is one scene when uh, Dylan Spruce follows the teacher home Mm -hmm. and the teacher gets out of the car and he is greeted not at the door, Mm -hmm. but in the walkway up to the door by his wife. Yeah. His wife is smiling and and is like, here, you take the baby and hands the baby to him like really nicely. Yeah. And then like is having a good time and then grabs the bag from him and then they like walk in together. Yeah. That's not how that would go down. If the mom went outside because she's so tired from the baby, she would half throw the baby at the dad like, take, and just be like the baby. I'm, I'm so glad you're home I'm, I'm, fucking, gonna, go I'm gonna go take a bath and oh, she yeah. would walk in and you know that's exactly how it would fucking mm-hmm. happen I'm not being a dick because new parents that's how that's it is a, you're, it's they exhausting. don't know what it's to expect so, it, no, even it, if you d- even if you had seven children when you have a baby it's exhausting oh hell yeah she had to push that thing out now she has to feed it and take care of it and put it back to sleep and her, this guy's gone life. at work all the time yeah yeah. yeah and it's not easy for him so now he's at work all day dealing with his asshole kid and then he's got to come home and deal with his own asshole kid sidebar something that made me really laugh we had improv practice last night and uh, since we're on the topic of babies um and holding babies you were in a scene where you uh were hold <laughs> it was with you and david you were holding a baby two babies twins and the way you were shaking these babies bouncing them. you were bouncing with your knees i was bouncing they're big babies bro <laughs> they're big babies. big babies and they're you ever bounced a big baby yeah i'm sure you got bounced like that oh yeah i was the type of baby that if i, if I was bounced um i would do like the uh i would like go we all we've all been there, right? <laughs> oh man, this movie you have a best so I will say so the purpose of this podcast is to watch these critically condemned movies Which this and one defend is. them. But I actually did like a lot of factors about it. It did make me understand like uh, the perspective of a teacher more how much he does appreciate the craft of what he teaches and uh but and I do want to say he had no right to give him a B plus on that paper and no, then give him an a, F for the semester. He he did a lot of things. That paper and then he and then he was the other part that frustrated me. He legitimately asked him. He's like, "Well, I don't see any marks on my paper on how to make it better." Mm-hmm. The teacher was literally just like, "Man, B plus." Yeah, because of his ego. Mm-hmm. So that part I didn't like. That part was a flaw in the teacher's part because, uh, be, for whatever reason, there was no like. Look at the paper that he turned in. Yeah, uh, maybe it was too wordy, and he's trying to be smart. And we know what it's like when kids type stuff up and think they're really smart. But yeah. w- what he did was stupid. And yeah. it's like B plus, no justification as to why he really tackled. He didn't even have any reasons. He's like, look at this page. He goes, look at this page. You're interpreting the words wrong. And it's like, no, no, no. This is an English class. He's allowed to interpret words differently than you. Mm-hmm. If anybody should, it's not math. Mm-hmm. Math is it's either it's either three plus three equals six or mm-hmm. everything else is wrong. Mm-hmm. In English, there are gray areas because you could interpret Iago one way. I yeah. could interpret Iago one way. It's way more subjective rather than especially like math is super objective. Especially Shakespeare, yeah. a literary uh, masterpiece that usually is interpreted by scholars. Yeah. For this high school teacher to to ha- to turn to a kid who has such an iconic view that Iago is actually a flawed hero, yeah, uh, and then he's just like, you know, I'm gonna give you a B because you're not supposed to defend here, uh, ba- yeah. bad guys. He should be grading on the the quality of the writing rather than like the perspective of the writing. Because, exactly. Yeah, because exactly. even though uh, writing, even though a topic could focus on like. Something uh, immoral doesn't necessarily make it a bad uh, text, you know. Oh, I love bad guys. I think, and I think it's a problem if you don't understand the defense of villains. Yeah, there's a reason why people are villains in movies, 
And there's yeah. a reason why villains are who are bad guys, right? And I'm not just talking about the Joker movie, which we both saw recently. So good. Everybody should go see this movie. Yeah. But I mean, even uh, like that's just something I do when I watch movies. I'm like, well, why is this person this way? Yeah. How did they get to this point? Why is uh, Robert De Niro this fucked up in Goodfellas? Like, why does he want to rob and piss off so many people? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why does Joe Pesci want to just murder so yeah. many people in Casino? Yeah. You know what I mean? These are flawed yeah. heroes. And what makes uh, what makes villains even better? Uh, is like I like what you're saying with the flawed heroes. Uh, the scariest villains, the most convincing villains, are the ones where you you don't like. Let's let's Who's take Walter White for doing it for the right reason. Yeah, let's take Walter White from Breaking Bad mm-hmm. for uh, example. He's an anti-hero, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, he's making methamphetamine something that is extremely dangerous. He kills a few people on the show. Spoilers, but he starts a gang. Yeah, straight and he's, multiple wars. He he starts a lot of shit. But, you know, something that he's saying all the time. Actually, he is kind of an asshole. He's he's not the best person, but, like, you can't help but be on his side. Because at the end of the day, his motive was he's doing this for his family before he does die. And then eventually, like, you find out, like, oh, you're kind of badass because you do like the power. And, like, it's it's kind of weird because it makes you question, like, your own moral compass. Like, do Mm -hmm. I like this villain for, like, all of the right reasons or for all of the wrong reasons? And it's uh, those are the most interesting stuff. Not that I'm supporting Iago and Othello at all, but like, dude, don't you don't have to give the guy a B plus. Look for that snowballed into your wife's dead now. All of this could have been avoided if he just gave homie an A. I do want to talk about his the- wife's dead, dude. We're t- we're not even getting that. The reason why we're not getting too deep on the wife's death is because the movie plays almost no emphasis on the wife's death. No, you see like two bruises on her neck, so we know that she was strangled. And then it's never brought up again. Like at the end of the movie, he gets no relief. He gets no. Dude, and Dylan Sprouse isn't that strong looking of a kid. We we seen him in like a like in a shirt, like a tight fitting shirt in the movie, mm-hmm. and he has like zero percent muscle mass. The wife could have taken him if it wasn't for her being yeah, exhausted how, from this child. I don't know how even exhausted I think she could have taken. I don't know how yeah. um I don't know. Maybe she tripped and fell and hit her like throat on the counter. That's the only She, she was screaming she was screaming <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Well, my, before we sign off, I do want to talk about one of the the last scene in the classroom where Lucas Ward makes Mr. Butler sit down. When he has the baby at pen point. At pen, at pen point. He wa- writes with this sharp pen. And he's and then he's like wants the teacher to like sit in his lecture. Uh-huh. And like he's like, why does Mr. Butler think that kids are stupid? And it's like, oh, because of this, what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And you know how Mr. Butler uh, distracts him? And throws gets a cool. notebook at him, bro. He throws like, yeah, a notebook at him. And Dylan Sprouse is so and- startled. And by these I don't papers. know why Mr. Butler is telegraphing hard that he's about to do something. His eyes are like darting from the baby back to Dylan to the yeah. notebook, back to Dylan, back to the baby, back to the notebook, back to Dylan, to the door, to Dylan, yeah. to the pen, to the baby, to the notebook, to Dylan, to the pen, to the he's door. He's like, I got it. I'll throw the notebook and then he's like, at Dylan. <laughs> and it worked, I guess. I wish I wish there was also like a Bowie knife or like a gun right next to him. Uh-huh. And he's looking at like, do I grab the gun or the knife or the gun or the knife? Ding, ding, ding. Notebook. Throw the notebook at him. <laughs> I'll, put the, I'll put the Bowie knife, knife aside. Best person on set award? Uh, best person on set award. It will go to, um, I'm going to say Mr. Butler. I do Kent like Owens. Mr. Butler. Yes, An actor yes. by the name of Kent Owens. I he's was a top-billed actor on there. I was also going to give it to Kent Owens. I kind of fell down a rabbit hole trying to research who he is because I never heard of him before mm-hmm. do you know who he is no not at all he um i from what i understand made most of his bones on uh being a storyboard artist for animated shows really? such as spongebob and adventure time he also was an actor and a voiceover actor so he's also let lent his talents to those shows as well nice he was also the star of a movie called uncle kent which looks like one of the craziest movies i've ever seen in my life uh-huh. um because he's 
I think it's about him trying to get a threesome. What the? That's a crazy but plot already. But then there's an Uncle Kent too, uh-huh. which I don't know if that has anything to do him. with Uncle Kent. He's trying to get into a foursome because in time. Uncle Kent too, he's at a Comic Con convention and thinks he's watching the end of the world. Are these are these comedies? These are movies. In? They're mo- that maybe we'll check them These out. These are movies. Um, before we sign out, let's give our thousand shout outs to Chris Perry. Chris um, one more Perry. plug because, yeah, he's a videographer. Uh, follow follow his uh, videography and photography business at um, Classic City Films. Mm-hmm. Um, you could find that on Instagram. Um, and you could also find his toy photography page, which is absolutely Phenomenal. fantastic. Um, follow that at The Creative Chip. Perfect. I was going to look it up, but it sounds like you got it going. All right. Is it? It's just uh, 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 the cl- uh, Classic City Films, right? I'll look. There's up. no. There's nothing extra. It is Classic City Films, all one word. Mm-hmm. Uh, lowercase, if that um, makes a difference. Um, cool, dude. So we'll go ahead and sign off. We'll all right. Thousand shoutouts, and we'll go from there. Thank oh, you. Want to help us out with this? All right. So we'll go ahead and shout out. All right. Thank you, Chris Perry. And we'll shout out Christopher Perry. One, <laughs> two.